Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this episode of the Foreigners Journals podcast. Today is the 25th of July, 2021. I honestly had hoped that I was going to be able to um, record podcasts a bit more often and somehow I just didn't come around to it because I was just really, really busy and um, somehow just wasn't able to. I know that's not a legitimate excuse, but um, yeah, somehow I just don't, didn't manage to. So um, the situation in Germany is currently, I would say, pretty relaxed. Um, I'm now fully vaccinated. I got the first jab and the second jab, um, like BioNTech, Pfizer vaccine. Um, I had a bit of um, a reaction, but nothing much. Like I basically was fine within like a day or two. I was already, I mean, I basically nothing. So I feel really good about that, that now I'm vaccinated. And I don't know, it just gives you a bit more freedom. The... Um, Fitness studios are open again, so you can go and work out, which is really, really, oh, that is something that was really, it was really kind of tough not to be able to work out. And um, I mean, it was, of course, I did lots of work and stuff, but I just missed being able to just go to a fitness studio and work out and stuff. But the really important thing is that schools um, managed to open and kids, for kids to actually take part in it and then um, I just realized just how stressful the whole thing with homeschooling really was. It was really, it also for the kids, it wasn't just the parents kind of checking and making sure that everything's fine. But also for the kids, I think it was really tough. So, um, yeah, that's really, really nice. Um, our kids, one of our kids is vaccinated because she's over 12. The other one is uh, just 11. So we'll wait and see um, how it goes and maybe, yeah get him also vaccinated soon. So uh, the situation in Germany has been, um, I mean, uh, for those of you who follow news, you probably have seen the whole thing with floods and so many people who lost their homes and stuff. And it was really tragic. And um, yeah, so the situation in some parts of Germany, the, situations, the situation is really, really tough. But we were lucky that um, in the state I live in, um, that has not been the case. So in that sense, yeah, I feel really lucky that we were not um, affected in that sense. Having said that, that's, this is not the purpose of this podcast today. Today, I wanted to talk about um, something that um, people have often asked me about, but I've also observed it. And it's just something that I'd like to explore a bit. So the question is, why do right-wingers from Europe and the, in the United States like going to Africa? Now, um, for someone like me who grew up in Kenya, we always saw um, there are lots of white people in Kenya, you know. Um, often, because Kenya is a British colony, there are often lots of people who are from Britain, but then eventually, um, at some point, there were also lots of Americans. So you often saw lots of um, white people. But the more you think about it, the more I thought about it, the more I realized that most of these people were hardcore right-wingers, you know. Um, the reason why I thought of talking about this is because of um, the current Kuverdenka. Um, uh, there's this controversy going on about, um, I don't know, for those of you who know about QAnon, QAnon in German is called Kuverdenka. It's a group of um, people who don't believe that coronavirus is a thing. And they're also kind of anti-vaxxers and they're right-wingers, you know, they're people who kind of, um, yeah, they believe in everything right-wing, you know, like they are basically often very, very, um, very, very, um, like they are 
it's it's not just that they are they're against vaccines and coronavirus and politics and stuff it's also that they often are racist you know they are often very very hostile to um to minorities and that kind of thing and i read an article just a few days ago no actually i read an article but i also saw that um there's a report on tv about the one of the the leading lights of this organization in germany Querdenker. He's called Bodo Schiffman, and he's a doctor. And he was he had gone to Tanzania, and he was trying to encourage people to move to Tanzania, you know, to like the followers to move to Tanzania. And I thought about it. I thought about um, the fact that people who clearly are contemptuous of Africans, are contemptuous of black people, uh, why someone like that would choose to go to Africa, you know. And I, I think part of the reason um, for this I think is that they think that Africa is a lawless place where they can have their way, they can do everything the way they feel like. I think that that is part of their biggest motivation. But I also think that, they're th that this, um, they really do believe, like um, it's a bit of a colonial mentality, you know, kind of believing that you can go to a place and take over because the natives are just not um, up to the task. I really think that that's part of the, <laughs> the, uh, the thinking behind it. You know, I was reminded about... Um, some time back, I want, we wanted to go to holiday in. We wanted to fly to Kenya on holiday, and then we thought of um, booking a villa and having like a, going on holiday with some relatives, you know, like with my family and stuff, and just kind of holidaying together in Kenya. So in the Kenyan part of the coastal part of Kenya in Mombasa, they have they have really really nice beaches, and that part of Kenya has lots of also foreigners and. Um, there are lots of villas, they're really, really beautiful houses. So I saw a villa that was being um, like advertised for holiday makers, and I contacted this person and asked them um, if, if, we work, if we could book his villa. And he said, yeah, right away. You know, he said, yeah. And uh, I asked him, and we were, I was writing to him in German, so he didn't realize that I was not German, like I'm not a white person, you know. So he was really kind of really happy and said like, yeah, yeah, sure, you know, how many are you? And I told him like, um, I told him that it's four of us and uh, uh, we would like to have, if we could have like the whole villa because we'd like to have some guests, you know, and say like, yeah, that's okay. That's okay. He was completely fine with this. Until when I told him that the the, the, the guests would be um, my relatives from Kenya, you know, like we'd have family and friends. We want to all kind of holiday together. And then he kind of uh, now understood like, um, I'm not a white person and that my relatives would be black people. And he said, like, no. And I said, what do you mean no? They're like, no, I don't, I don't lease out my place to, um, to, uh, to black people. And I said, what? And then he said, yes. And I was so shocked, you know, because I just didn't expect that he was going to say, um, to be that blunt, you know, to just say that um, he's not leasing the place to, uh, to black people, you know. Now, think about this situation, you know, you live... This is a white person who lives in Kenya. He lives among, amongst Kenyans. His workers are probably Kenyans, black Kenyans, you know. And he is telling me that he's not leasing his property to black people. Imagine the absurdity of that statement, you know. I kind of, I, I, I was so, I mean, even if he had, I, I, I did report him to, um, to, the, uh, to the booking platform where I was, like where the, whatever was, I kind of, sent the, the message to um to the platform you know and just informed them like this is unacceptable you know so i don't know if they removed 
his posting and stuff or whatever they did, you know. But I was just really shocked, you know. And I think that this is something that lots of um, people, lots of Africans, Kenyans especially, could say could could actually um, um, could actually would probably agree to, you know, that there are lots of um, white people who are very very in Africa who are very very racist towards Africa, you know, and this. Yeah, this is surprising, you know, because I just think that if you have a choice, you know, if you have a choice to um, to choose where to live or where to go to, there's no point of going to a place uh, where you kind of despise the people, you know. I, I just don't understand how this adds up, you know. So the whole thing with um, that Kverdenka leader, that body shipman kind of encouraging people to go to Tanzania, you know, I think the motivation or the thinking behind it is that these people are so ignorant, they're so stupid, we can come here and kind of take over it. I just think that's the um, the thinking behind it. It's not the love for the country, as I, as it's like, um, as, it's not the, the love of Africa, you know. It's the thinking that Africa is a lawless place where you can literally get away with anything, you know. So, yeah. So that's what I want to talk about this week. Thanks a lot for listening. If you have any questions, please um, send it to podcast at foreignersjournal.com and I'll try to respond to it. Um, yeah, thanks for listening. And uh, please take a minute to rate the podcast and to share it with your friends so that more people can get it. Thanks a lot for listening. Bye. Thank you very much for listening to the Foreigners Journal podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please give us a five-star rating so more people can find the podcast more easily. If you have any questions or would like to contact us, then please use the email address podcast at We hope you join us the next time.